Welcome, you vile animals. <laughs> Bo and Simon here, and we're once again joined by Val, our three peacocks pitch side reporter, and our special guest tonight, Tony in Chicago. It's currently 7 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Central on Friday evening, or 2 a.m. in Leeds on Saturday. Um, earlier, we all watched in amazement as Leeds came back to beat Leicester 3-1. Val, I don't know if you've slept at all, but what was it like inside Ellen Road tonight? I just have to say that that last 15 minutes will stay with me for the rest of my life. Um, in the immediate, I, I still feel like I just haven't gotten done with the high yet that we felt just walking out. Um, I have to say my husband suffered a lot. He has a pretty good uh, <laughs> knock on, on his leg from when he went, uh, I'll just say it, he went ass over tits about two rows in front of him. <laughs> and unfortunately for him, his glasses flew off his face and he had to watch as someone was jumping up and down on them. So a casualty of the evening, but 1000% worth it, I have to say. Um, had a really good, really good slice to myself in the cheese wedge which just made everything all the more sweet. Um, yeah, it, it was just incredible. Yeah. Have you experienced, Val, an atmosphere quite like that um, inside Ellen Road personally? No. Th th this is like pinnacle peak of this season and pinnacle peak of all the times that I've, that I've been to Ellen Road thus far. It yeah. was the first <laughs> time I can remember that everyone stayed after the whistle blew and it was no different from the beginning of the match than that at the end. There was just that atmosphere was just holy. Like it, it was it was everyone was at church. Everyone was singing together. And I don't think anybody could have been happier. There were a lot of shirts off and it was quite cold. <laughs> um, I had family that had had texted me and sent me pictures that I had been in the broadcast. And I, I was telling everybody that I look like an, an abominable snowman because I'm wearing four layers. It was, it was that cold out, but by the end, I mean, we couldn't feel it. It was the whole walk up Beeston Hill. We, we didn't feel a thing. Wow. Well, <clears throat> I don't know if you, I don't know if you've been able to see it back, but so ESPN plus, you know, carried the game here and they just let it go afterwards for probably three or four minutes. They let the coverage go after the game without saying a word. And all you have is just the crowd, you know, mm. cheering, standing Farka, you know, doing his, and it, I've never seen Farka quite as emotional as he was with pumping and jumping in the air. And uh, yeah, it's just, um, but watching that coverage back, just those four or five minutes of ESPN plus where they just kind of let it go. Uh, just, it just gave me chills earlier. And uh, so Val, I'll come to you again. Um, so obviously we go down, uh, I think Lester score in the fifth, about the 15th minute or so, um, what was the mood like inside Ellen Road um, at halftime? I mean, was it, you know, was it, was there hopeful? Um, yeah. What did you, what did you feel? So I symptomatically remained the eternal optimist. And meanwhile, my husband sort of came down and was just like, well, that was shite, wasn't it? And, <laughs> and I, and I just said, look at, you know, we still, still have a whole other half to play. Like, you know, we, I, I know there were some, some, some little mess ups there, but we'll just see what happens. But it just, as, as those minutes went on and on, I just kept looking at the board and looking at the clock and I'm thinking, come on, we have to do something. We have to do something. And it wasn't 
until those I, I can't say this enough the crucial part of this game was the substitutes mm. the, 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 the substitutions were the biggest game chase out of that entire game and not just from ours but the fact that they also pulled their main striker out yeah probably untimely at that point because that just created a whole new dynamic i mean we had people we had people scoring that, that that were never meant to score i mean that, that's that's just how Archie. it turned out yeah our, our, which i'm pissed that that was going to go down now as an own goal because it took two deflections on the way in after i watched the replay but at the same time i think everybody who was there and everybody who was watching will always remember that and owe that to archie all day long yeah yeah have they i thought they had officially ruled it for archie's goal i'm pretty sure they they took it back because it if you see it it hits it hits one of their defenders on the foot Mm. and then hits the the their same player who scored race Reese yeah, R A E S I think yep um but it hits him in the hip and then okay. it, and then proceeds to go in yeah well um yeah the, just, that, yeah the only thing that matters is we all know that's Archie's goal no matter yeah, what you know yeah. you take it so Tony let me come to you and Val feel feel free to stay with us if you're here we'll interject you know um but we do know that it's quite early in Leeds so. Uh, I mean, the commitment that you've shown to be with us is remarkable. So if you need to go, feel free. But if you'd like to stay, please stay with us. Tony, let me come to you. Um, yeah, let's hear your reflections of the game. Obviously, I think you got a chance to watch it in Chicago. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it was a tough watch. Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't make it down to the pub. I mean, we we have a pub, the embassy, um, and it's run by a fellow from Dublin who is a consummate Leeds guy um and we have a, a really good group that join us including a bunch of fellas actually from leeds which is great um so there's a lot of great banter going on down there um i couldn't make it because my boss pulled one on me and i had to spend my time in front of a spreadsheet um so i uh, it was a bits and bit bits and bobs of watching didn't get a good piece of work done <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I, I it was it was quite a stressful game because we wanted so much from it and to be one nil down and actually dare I say it quite outplayed for you know 70, 75 minutes. Was it seventy five when they did the change up? And and then you know it was interesting because also Farker changed the the style of play as well which he doesn't generally do. And he did at the last game too. Um, And, you know, from that point onwards, obviously the stress is still high. First goal. For me, the stress is always high until we're at least two up. (laughs) (laughs) They can always take it away. They can always take it away. And so my usual pacing, I mean, I have a place at the bar, but I, I pace this, there's this T shape that I pace, you know, (laughs) um, I, I shame I wasn't there today, but um, it, it, you know when the goal started coming, it it was just you know a feeling of you know the dread went, but then you know you if you've been leads all your life, you know uh, it's never easy. Yeah. It's it never is easy, um, and uh, and I never I never believe we're gonna win. <laughs> until we do <laughs> until uh, and, until the whistle is blown but yeah i mean yeah. 
and of, and of course, I mean, one of my big things is um, goal difference. Right. And, you know, we, 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 we're getting more and more differential between us and, you know, Southampton and Ipswich. And, and that's fantastic because honestly that killed us in the Prem. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I, I just, you know, it's hard to talk about it right now because we're still, uh, we're still quite pumped about it. And I haven't really been down to the pub, you know, I've got this and this is actually tea because I've been working all day. So I drink my tea. <laughs> that's a very big glass of tea. <laughs> mm. A good 16 ounces of tea. Yeah. Well, Simon, mm. um, yeah. So obviously we watched the game together, my friend. Give us your thoughts on, yeah, uh, we, on the match. We did. And, uh, you know, it was a great group again at the Denver Bar. What a fantastic location it is for us. Uh, but, yeah, I think um, up until 75 minutes, we were pretty pretty down in the dumps because uh, I think we'd been outplayed. Uh, you know, I think uh, Leicester deserved to be in the lead. They were very unlucky not to get that second goal, which they should have had. And, yeah. you know, we probably wouldn't have come back from that. But having said that, you know, we've had a lot of uh, decisions go against us. So, you know, we don't care about <laughs> the fact that they were maybe a bit unlucky. Uh, but, you know, the fact that we managed to come back you know, so strongly in the last 15 minutes. And, uh, you know, I, I'm so envious of you, Val, you know, hearing so much about how that crowd was today. People were saying that, you know, it was something they haven't seen at Elland Road for many, many years. You know, you know, and obviously, you know, we were uh, denied of the, you know, that whole atmosphere during the, uh, you know, the COVID, you know, uh, epidemic and, you know, the Bielsa years, but, you know, um, Apparently, it was really special. And, you know, irrespective of whether we were lucky or not today, and we probably were, it just gives us so much momentum going forward. And, uh, you know, any doubts that, you know, Leicester might have creeping into their mind about, you know, what might happen, you know, it just reinforces that. So just a truly fantastic get you know day for us. And, uh, you know, we move on to Chelsea and see what happens in the Cup. You know, just fantastic. Yeah. It's going to be a fine one. My boss is out of town and I am taking a big, long lunch there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be at the pub. <laughs> and then, then you can get a proper uh, glass of tea. Uh, yes, it'll like... be very, very dark, <laughs> kind of cold. A little bit of bitter as it hits. <laughs> oh, so that's, so yeah, so Leeds 3. Leicester won, I believe that's nine on the bounce. Yeah. For the first time since 1932. We thought that was the thing last week, but we were wrong. But you, now it is. Now it's 1932. 1932. Yeah, quite a while. Well, let's keep it going, shall we? Yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Tony, let's um, let's kind of transition now to uh, the Leeds-Leicester match to hearing a little bit about your story um, and obviously the crew there in Chicago. But let's start with you. Um could you tell us a little bit about your story, um, kind of where you grew up and how you got to uh, Chicago? All right. Um, I was born in Windsor. I'm a Southern lad, <laughs> but I had a Northern granddad. So I suppose that's allowed, you know. Um, uh, 
I grew up a little bit High Wycombe, and then when I was about 14, we moved to the West Country, North Devon. So um, stuck as, you know, as far away from Ellen Road as I could get. <laughs> and um, how I got to Chicago was I've been in technology all my life, um, and I was working for a Chicago uh, technology company called US Robotics. Um, I think they've gone now, um, but they made modems. And um, I, uh, I, got to, I got to know a, a nice girl from the Chicago office. <laughs> and due to that, I kind of moved over for a bit. Uh, and then I sort of liked it in Chicago, uh, made some friends here. And then um, the only way I was able to come over was as a student. And I came over as a, a, a late, a mature student, got an electronic engineering degree. And then I met my wife, you know, so, um, and uh, we got married and stayed here. And um, I say, been a Leeds supporter all my life because of my dad. He was a lead supporter since he was, I think, eight years old. Um, he was actually born in the East End of London, um, and he was evacuated out during the war, and he had a whole bunch of brothers, and they all supported Arsenal and, you know, all those all those teams down there and he didn't want any of that and so he chose Leeds and that's 1944 you know he chose Leeds so you know there's no Yorkshire blood in us but here we are yeah you know you do, um, you, do you remember Tony your uh, your very first Leeds game oh wow it was such a long time ago. <laughs> such a long time ago. You know, I, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, what, what about, what about a match uh, at Ellen Road that stands out to you? You know, I've never been. Okay. Um, it, it's, it's, um, it, it's one of those things where just life got in the way, you know, but by the time I was old enough to, to go and stuff, it was, you know, we're scrabbling around just to, to work and, and get life together. And then before you know it, I'm over in the States. So all, all my plans are going up. And anytime I tried to get a ticket, we all sold out. You know, it's one of these, it's, it's one of these teams that sells out, you know, there's, so lots of bad luck lots of it not just coming together um but the lads at the pub we're going to try and get a trip together go there go in one of the vip rooms um and just make a whole thing of it it's it's yeah well after it's after tonight i'll make sure to connect you and val because val is the absolute expert when it comes to tickets so <laughs> oh, brilliant yeah. what a what a superlative bow thank you so much <laughs> oh well, you've helped so many so uh, so yeah I, we're, gonna, we're gonna help Tony i do, get there I, as I well. do my best no worries, yeah. no worries i mean i I, th I think it's pretty much a first tony i don't think we've got anybody whose leeds united history goes back to 1944 i think that you know that Pretty much, uh, you know, is uh, pretty, uh, you know, special. Um, perhaps you can tell us a bit about Leeds United Chicago. You know, how has that developed over the years? And, uh, you know, perhaps, you know, where do you see it going in terms of the future? You know, is it rosy now? You know, how is the whole thing with the, 
Jesse Marsh and, you know, that that disaster. Oh, and... God, we have to go there, Simon? Yeah, no, I think we do. <laughs> I mean, what a movie we do. Because, uh, yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, we're, we're talking to American listeners, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. are. Except for Val, you know, who's an mm. uh, American listener in the US and the UK. Well, um, the, the group really started across the road at the ambassador from me. So I, I live in downtown Chicago near Sears Tower, which you can't see right now because it's snowing. Mm -hmm. um, all my life, I've wanted to live with a local that's so close that I could literally crawl back. And I did have that. I had it so I closed my... <laughs> Close my condo door. Yeah, and I was at the pub within a minute. It was just took me one minute to get across the road into the ambassador. And then they saw me coming in and there was a pint of Guinness. They didn't even need to ask. Yeah. And it was quite interesting because um, nobody knew anybody else leads. You know, you'd bump into a few people every now and again. You know, somebody would have a little uh, little pin or something like that. But um, I got talking to one of the owners, Paul. Uh, Paul O'Reilly is. He's, um, as I say, off the boat Dubliner. Uh, used to work for Guinness, and now he pours the best pint. He's got his own bar, best pint in Chicago. Um, and I found out he was Leeds. And he goes, you, you know, uh, and he says, Tone, you know any more... Leeds folk. Um, I said, well, no, but, you know, we've got Facebook, we've got Instagram, we've got WhatsApp, and I'll start putting the word around, you know, because obviously he, he wanted to get punters in, <laughs> but we could get, you know, we could get people in the seats. And, um, and it was great. So we suddenly more and more people would turn up and, you know, I put it out on Facebook saying, Hey, anybody want to come and watch? Um, come down to the pub you know when we'd be sitting around my laptop on LUTV you know um but that's not going to go out there is it <laughs> uh, but you know and it and it just went from there um and then COVID came along um actually the group really grow and we we had we had the um promotion party there i made a cake i'm a baker as well so i'm i'm, I'm planning on baking a cake for for our next promotion um so i baked a cake a bunch of scones and everything like that and we even gave them to the liverpool lads who were in there at the time um and it, it was just great we just had a fantastic party and paul just had champagne for everybody when we went up um and that sort of consolidated it with a bunch of lads you know um lots of americans who you know the premier league's was coming on and on but they didn't know much about the championship league you know and so who's leads and I go, Leeds is the diamond in the rough. They're the ones that, you know, best luck in the world, right? You know, uh, <laughs> the, the possibility, you know, the chance of being, again, one of the biggest teams in the league because, you know, you've got what in the Leeds area, what, 800,000 people, mm. right? That's mm. huge. Um, Arsenal doesn't have that. Chelsea doesn't have that. You know, a natural, you know, local, um, ticket buying population and Brighton Hove Albion certainly doesn't have that they just have this they just have money right so um 
we introduced people to Leeds. And, and interestingly, a lot of people were um, Chicago Fire supporters and their little disillusion with Chicago Fire. And so, you know, they came on and, you know, then we had people disillusioned with their Premier League club. And it's like, this is the underdog. Chicago is an underdog, underdog town. You know, we had the Cubs that just won, you know, once in uh, how many years was it? But yeah, decades. Um, so Chicagoans like underdogs. Leeds, perennial underdog. Um, and it, it just grew from there. Then COVID came along, killed the bar, and now I've got a 20-minute walk. Mm. So um, that's the only downside. But it's a much nicer. Paul just opened up an, a new place, and it's, it's much nicer. It's the embassy on Taylor Street, if uh, anybody in Chicago is listening. Um, it, it's down near Ashland and Taylor. Um, that means something to the locals. <laughs> and um, we... We have a WhatsApp group. We have a Facebook. Do we have a Facebook page? Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have a really good rolling group of people that, that come, even for the really early games, you know, 6.30 open up, there'll be people there, you know, at least four or five. Um, we've got this uh, fellow from London, uh, Tristan, who's really great. He's big in the um, rugby arena, but he's a Chelsea supporter. And he's a bit of a blowhard, bless his heart. <laughs> we love him. But, you know, it's it, it's always very sweary when we go in. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah, that's and, – and it's coming on and on and on. We, we The more people see us, the more people see us enjoying ourselves. It, whether we win or lose or draw, they see us enjoying ourselves and the banter. And then, you know, you'll see – it's interesting. We have groups of Arsenal people coming in and they'll come in and they'll sit on separate tables. They won't even talk to each other. They're just wearing their Arsenal shirts and they'll watch the game. The only other group that goes there is Forrest and they're a great bunch of lads too. And it's, you know, it's nice to see Forrest up in the pram. Um, reminds me of old days. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it just seems right. Um, but yeah, it, it's growing. I think, you know, and I'm trying really to to spread the word as much as possible because it gives me something to do too. You know, it's, it gives you, a, and my wife doesn't mind. It's, you know, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. She says, well, I'm much happier when I'm, I'm dealing with a group of lads and making sure everybody goes to the game, you know, comes down and watches. Oh uh, yeah. And, you know, and, and it's great too, when we have a season like we've had so far this season where you know, we're winning again and we're winning consistently. Mm. And that just, that lifts everybody and everything around us. Um, yeah. uh, Cause I, I know today, I mean, even in Denver, we had a, a group of about 18 to 20. And, uh, you know, I think about that, you know, two years ago um, on a midweek game, even a Friday game, you know, where most people are working and, you know, that just would not have happened. So there's something about this momentum. And, and there's also something about the joy of watching this particular team play. Oh, yeah. They play. Um, mm-hmm. It's, you know, I mean, I think, I think the first, the first half and even probably some of that's the first second half, uh, probably the first 20 minutes or so, like, it just, it didn't seem like we had that same magic. It, um, we were just lacking something a little bit today. Um, yeah. But yet, you know, there's a reason why, you know, and I mean, if it was rugby, you know, we lose that because you play 80 <laughs> minutes, but you know, you play 90 minutes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Football, and I just thought that the way that we played and the comeback um, just, you know, those last 10 minutes uh, or last 15 minutes or so, just the result um, of the boys, uh, the belief, 
Um, yeah. Yeah. And just so, you know, you mentioned your your friend there um, uh, that's a Chelsea supporter. Uh, how are you feeling about you guys getting together on Wednesday to watch the match together? Um, as I say, there'll be a, there'll be a lot of blue banter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, it, it's a tough one. I mean, we could do it. You know, Chelsea yeah. are having some real ups and downs right now. Um, and, you know, it just also might depend what happens this weekend. When are they playing this weekend? They're playing the uh, League Cup final, aren't they? Yeah, they play Liverpool yeah. in the League Cup final. All right, so so let's hope they let's hope they win that. They yep. all just, they get hammered for a few days, you know, and then they show up a little bit sluggish. Yeah, uh, on Wednesday, yeah, yeah. and we yeah. just the floor with them. We could go both ways. They could get they could lose and be really dejected, and then just have no fight in them. Yeah, um, yeah worry that way too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I I never hope anybody gets injured. I never really hope for any red cards that stop their good players being, you know, unavailable. Um, you know, I, I, I like the good sportsman side yeah. of things, you know. Um, like with, with today's game, you know, some of the refereeing didn't go Leicester's way. But man, look at that Boxing Day game, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, that was a refing failure. So... Uh, swings and roundabouts on the bad refing stuff you know um it does it does yeah just changing tack a little bit and it's a, a question that Bo's just uh introduced over the last couple of weeks um and i find it really interesting because i didn't think i was superstitious at all but i i found out that i am because you know i'm wearing the the white kit you know yep. now, and yep my favorite is the blue kit, but we've never won in the blue kit. We have not. So I, I was thinking about where I was going to, whether I was going to wear the blue kit to the to the pub today. And I thought, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I've either got to wear the white kit or the rhubarb and custard kit, which both of which we've won in. So anyway, <laughs> I really hope we do win in the blue kit because I want to be able to wear it, but I'm not yeah. going to wear it until we do. So I was just wondering whether you or any of your group you have got any of those deep and dark Leeds United superstitions that you uh, follow you know, each time before the game? Um, the kit, the shirt ones that that we've got parity with that as well. Um, I accidentally wore my blue one last week uh, for some reason. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> and I turn up and everybody's in the white kit. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, going to the uh, the toilet, right? Um, last two couple of seasons in the Prem, every time I went to the toilet, the opposition scored. Well, that's not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> so I stopped that. But, but then this season, I, you know, it's like, oh, I've got to go. I've got to go. And I, you know, I had to go and I missed Bamford screamer, right? You oh, know, good. and I heard everybody just, I heard the uproar and, you know, it was, <laughs> I could kill myself, you know, kick myself on that. But um, one of the lads, uh, Mark, um, is Mark the Morley one or? No, that's Carl. Uh, Mark was there today, and he and he actually went. He had to go to the bathroom, and he he, he missed the goals too. <laughs> he missed two oh. of them. <laughs> so that, 
Val, I'm going to come to you. Do you have because when we had you on, we haven't heard about any superstitions that you may have. So, what about it, Val? So, I would say that I am highly superstitious about about my <laughs> game day attire. I I will say this though, I typically for Christmas, my husband and I will choose to buy each other one of the kits. My husband usually likes to get the home kit. I usually will just sort of wait to see which one I like. But I will say that I chose, because it's such a beautiful pattern, I chose the Away Kit this year, and I waited to pick who I wanted on on my shirt. And I picked James because he happened to score the day that I was said I was making my choice. So I always wear my new, very nice peacock kit. I wear the blue kit, <laughs> and I wear it with James on the back. And I usually wear, I've been wearing this uh, this hoodie that I have on. and just put my shirt over this hoodie it's it's also for like a layering warmth effect but um something that started for me this is way back in the pandemic promotion season days i always believed a clean shirt equals a clean sheet so i always <laughs> make sure yep. that that shirt is is washed and i almost thought that i had had made a serious error today because i realized when i got there that i had not washed my shirt since last time it didn't smell but i thought oh my gosh i've you know nailed us this is it yep but then <laughs> everything managed to to pan out so i will just make sure that we didn't get a clean sheet today but we definitely won so that's what matters okay but i will make sure for next time remember clean shirt clean sheet yeah i like that that should yeah. be like a, that should be like a golden rule of mm. why yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I'm one that's very big on cleanliness as well. Um, Tony, let's get back to you because um, we've only got about 10 minutes left. Um, but one of the things we like to do, too, is uh, we like to allow you to just kind of brag on your group. So um, can you share with us maybe something <laughs> one of your proudest moments or some one of the maybe greatest accomplishments um, from the Chicago group uh, so far? Wow. I think. um <sighs> greatest accomplishments i think it was the the day we got about 28 people in nice you know um and there were a bunch of out of towners came um a lot of folk live in you know just the far north suburbs here and it's really tough to get down you know especially if you got kids um, I don't have kids, so I'm all right. Um, so I'm always there at 6.30 in the morning. Um, but yeah, um, the accomplishment is getting the, the huge numbers down. And I think we got about 28 and it was just great. Um, but also, I, I like to think that um, we've helped the landlord, Paul. And, you know, we, we made leads. We made the leads home there. And um, I think it's really good for him. You know, we're giving back to him because, you know, we, he's got all the, he's got lead stuff up in the pub and it's great. And everybody keeps buying him things, you know, and, and it's great, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a difficult one. I mean, we're still young. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh, that's great, though. I mean, you know, mm. like one of the things that we love to do is, it, is the partnership, you know, just with mm. the DNVR bar that we have. And, uh, you know, I think hearing stories of so many people and, and just that sense of partnership and camaraderie and family that they have with their particular pub or bar or. Yeah. Uh, and it just makes such a huge difference. Like, I mean, we, you know, in, in 
Colorado, we're, we're so fortunate because sometimes like the, the pub does our advertising and publicity for us. Like they just yeah. posted on all their socials and, you know, they started calling us the mm -hmm. leads diehards. And now, so they <laughs> post it all the time and we're like, yeah, okay, we'll wear that. We'll wear that badge. Um, sure. But it's yeah, just we, we got some of that too, but also, um, uh, the pub has a, an ad hoc marketing person and she makes little, um, uh, banners for us that we can put on our Facebook invites, you know, so that's really good too. That's great. Well, Tony, I'm going to ask you, uh, maybe just a, a few questions here and then we're going to put you in the hot seat with oh, God. rapid fire <laughs> questions. I know. Don't sweat it. See, right. uh, you say that <laughs> before we get there. Um, Simon and I were just wondering uh, who would you, who you would have as your player of the season so far, and also where do you see us finishing at the end of the season? Wow, um, Dan James, Dan James. Oh, listen to that, Simon. <laughs> Dan, yeah, Dan James and Archie. You know, like um, Harrison and um, what's his name? Johnny used to play together. Dan James and Harrison. Have, uh, Dan, <laughs> Dan James and Archie have got some of that going on. They have they have a symbiotic thing going on. I, and I think that's great. Um, but yeah, Dan, yeah, bless and, his heart. And where, right you, and where do you see us finishing the season, Tony? Putting you on the spot. I, I think second, but I, I, I'm scared it's going to go down to the Southampton game. Mm -hmm. I hope not, Tony. I, I hope, hope not. I, um, you know, I, it's, it's, the, it's the lifelong Leeds pessimism, right? Honestly, I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Val, um, Val, where do you see us finishing the season? I can tell you today was the first time that after the match, I heard chants of we're going top of the league, top of the league. I mean, <laughs> there was no doubt in the sentiment that everybody had for that. And we are, I mean, we're only, we're only six points. And I mean, Lester, they imploded. Th th that was the only explanation for what happened at the end of, end of today. So yeah. I, I have full faith. I, I, I don't want, to go into the playoffs i i don't want that yeah. that would be quite upsetting especially after riding the high from today yeah and and to realize that like just a month and a half ago mm. the gap was 18 points yeah. and now it's six with 12 to go like so the run-in is it's all there um simon i think we're going to be champions hey <laughs> Champions uh, with an FA Cup. I, I don't agree with you about Dan James in the play of the season, but anyway, it's a, it's a healthy debate. A healthy debate. But, uh, you know, I mean, we, we can have the discussion because I think, you know, uh, Nonto, the first half was our best player today. He was really on the ball. And, you know, I, I think he is a player that can play in the Premier League, and I'm still not sure about Dan James. I think you're right. Dan has had a really great season, but yeah, I'm still not sure he's Premier League quality, to be honest. And I may be biased because I've been pretty much against him uh, you have. most of the season. You have. Oh, fair enough. 
Just wait. Next year, he's going to tell you. Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe <laughs> well, I mean, because you know, all these players can make us look idiots, can't they? Yeah. But, you know, exactly. Anyway, we'll see. Yeah. All right, Tony. Are you ready? So this all right, is then. all right. Quick fire, one to two word answers. Yeah, simple. So we've got just a few minutes left. So um, let's get right into it. What is your favorite word? Good lord! <laughs> I, indeed, indeed. Indeed. I use word, indeed, yeah. What is your least favorite word? No. Okay. Uh, what turns you on? Oh, <laughs> redheads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what turns you off? Smelly people. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, what sound or noise do you love? The ocean. Mm. What sound or noise do you hate? Um, those cars that drive around with the boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um, <laughs> what profession other than your own would you most like to attempt? Uh, cabinet making. Wow, that's a new one. Cabinet making. Nice. What profession would you absolutely despise? Being a doctor. Mm. Um, I'm squeamish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite cuss word? Fuck. Yep. Um, yep. If God exists, what would you like for him to say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tony that you just left it there too. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> just that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Tony, tell us again. So we've got about a minute left, but tell us again. Um, are you on socials or how can people find you if they're looking for the Chicago whites or the group in Chicago? Um, yeah, uh, we've got the Chicago whites. We've also got the um, Chicago Legion United supporters on facebook um and you know they can always hit me up on facebook um at tony critchell so yeah um got no problem there um and the embassy public house facebook page um they can always send a message there and tina will answer wonderful yeah well tony thank you val thank you for hanging in there with us we'll see you again next time <laughs> Simon. Yeah, thanks very much. All right. Really All right, lovely talking.